Colorado Road Podcast. I'm Johnny. And I'm Kim. And uh, today um, we're going to be talking about uh, good versus bad habits. And what I've noticed is in my life, it's like I know what to do, but I just can't seem to do it. As far as like the good things I need to be doing in my life, like waking up at the same time and eating healthy and going to the gym every day and, uh, yeah, things like that. I can't seem to, well, I have a hard time. I don't want to say I can't, I have a hard time incorporating it into my daily life. Well, just like any other thing, habits do take time. I mean, good or bad habits, I mean, I think, you know, even with in my addiction, it's not like one day I woke up and I was completely reliant on heroin. That's true. It took a little bit of time for that physical dependency to kick in, you know, so even with the good habits, you know, like I, you know, sorry, I was going to the gym like on a regular basis. I would wake up, I would go to the gym before work. I would bring my work clothes with me. Um, get shower and everything at the gym and then I would go to work and I felt really good about myself. I had a lot of energy. Um, you know, I started losing weight. I started seeing like some muscle definition happening and it was good. But then I, you know, I, I lost that job and went back into the restaurant business and <laughs> that habit has almost completely stopped. Do you think that Working in the restaurant business makes it harder for you to incorporate that stuff because of the varying times that you have to work. Like, I know for me, something that helps me is like consistency through through the days, like waking up at the same time, whether I have work or not, I wake up at the same time, which is very early. Yeah. I mean, I think that might have a factor in it because like... You know, uh, three days out of the week, I work night shift and the other three days I work day shift, you know, so I definitely don't have a consistent time that I wake up. I mean, I, I do to a degree because I have a dog and he wakes up at like, you know, eight o'clock in the morning and I have to get up and take him out, take him for a walk so he can use the bathroom and feed him and stuff. But staying up is the problem. <laughs> Yeah, it's it. Um, yeah, that's why I don't have a animal. Right. Animals are just another responsibility that I don't want to deal with. And I, but I do make excuses. I think like, oh well, if I take him to the dog park, you know, where he can run around, but I just end up sitting on a bench and watching him run around. You know, instead of saying, okay, I could take him to the dog park for. I'll be happy with 20, 30 minutes at the dog park and then bringing him back home and then going to the gym. Like I could a hundred percent do that. Even if, you know, go at to the dog park, like 10 in the morning, uh, bring him back, you know, cause he's a puppy and my older dog likes to take naps. So like there's the only thing that's stopping me is myself and my mindset and my thinking. Right. Um, and yeah. I have, a really bad habit of watching TV. Like I can't watch just one episode on Hulu or Netflix or whatever. 
I'm the same way. And the other thing that gets me, that's like, I think it's the worst habit I have right now. It's the, well, I would say vaping is my worst habit right now. But as far as one that like robs me of time and productivity in my life is the the short videos on YouTube or Facebook, whatever it is, like I'll get to watching those. And next thing you know, it's like an hour or two has passed and I feel like a zombie and yeah, it's disgusting. And I mean, I see a lot of information on it that like the shorter form uh, social media that is common now is literally engineered to make you addicted to it. And that's how I feel about it. Like I'm addicted to it. And, uh, I heard also that it creates brain damage, which I, I think I can agree with. Like I have a harder time focusing now than I ever have. I've always had a hard time focusing. So that's not anything new. It's probably (laughs) gotten a little worse because of my phone and always having that in my hand. Um, I was reading a research that they did, I think somewhere, some college in Boston and talking about like, you know, the dings your phone makes for notification hits the same receptors in your brain as opiates or drugs do. Really? Yeah. The same dopamine. So when you hear, when you get a chime from like a text message or a, you know, a Facebook notification or something like that your brain thinks it's like getting ahead of drugs. Yeah. It's the reward center. Right. Yeah. And uh, they were saying something else that there, I don't know. I watch a lot of videos on YouTube about, (laughs) about stuff like this, but they say that the reason why it's so detrimental is because you get the reward and there was no effort involved. Right. And, um, because of that, it's highly addictive. And then, you know, it, it makes it harder to seek those things naturally. True. I mean, I, yeah. So, but we have, you know, I know I can make habits because every day I brush my teeth. That's a habit. It's a, it's a learned thing that I, Learned to do when I was a child, you know, and I'm in my 40s, so I didn't have a cell phone like some of these kids do when they're like, you know, five, six years old or even younger. But like, I know I can form good habits because brushing your teeth is very important. You know, taking a shower, bathing, those are good habits. And I also know through my addiction that I can easily form bad habits. You know, I mean, and I can neglect the things that are like so second nature to any average person. Like, I mean, I, yeah, when, when I would stay up for days on end, it's like, yeah, I might brush my teeth on the first day, you know right. what I mean? And you don't even know all this time has passed that you've completely neglected your hygiene. Right. It's horrible. Can't. So- yeah, I can't believe the way I used to live. I know. It was a big grease pit with stinky breath, probably. No, that was one of my little tweaks is getting into my, you know, I uh, 
I had like a basket and I had all this dental stuff and I would floss and had white <laughs> teeth whitening trays and yeah, I would go a little crazy. <laughs> but um, I was reading here and it says, uh, habits don't just simply appear. There are learned behaviors that work almost like a reflex over time. These repetitive actions are triggered by a certain context or automatic thought pattern. So I have a question. Why were some of the things that, that maybe like, are there things that hold you up once you've tried to start a new habit that like make you give up on it? Yes. Dessert. <laughs> well, no, because I know, like, uh, um, every time, because this is kind of a cycle of mine, I'll go to the gym and I'll be good about it for a little bit and then I'll stop. And um, whenever I, 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 um, starting that new habit of going to the gym every day, like, the hardest part is when I miss a day or something like once I miss one day, it just snowballs into two and three and four. And I like, I don't know. I'm a perfectionist. So once, once I mess up a little bit, I just like, I don't know. I just like I almost mean, give up. It's weird. I heard this term and it said, uh, a body in motion stays in motion. So, I think that's the same with habits. Like if you continuously work towards forming a good habit, it'll become like second nature, you know? I mean, that's kind of been, you know, I get like having, you know, I'm like, oh, well, I didn't go yesterday and I don't have time or I didn't make time to go today. So why even bother? Like right now I'm paying for a gym membership and I maybe go... (laughs) Once a month. (laughs) And it's usually after it clicks out of my bank account. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm paying for this. (laughs) So um, another thing that I I tend to do is I – so something that I'm a firm believer on is like a morning routine. And I had – so when I try to develop – my morning routine, I have this idea of like the perfect morning routine of like waking up, eating a healthy breakfast, packing lunch, reading the Bible, working out. And, uh, whenever I try to implement it, I feel like I need to do all those things in the morning or else I've failed. And the thing is, is that like a lot of times I, I just wake up, you know, early enough to literally brush my teeth and walk out the door. And it's like, I feel that overnight I need to create all these new habits, all these tasks that I need to do in the morning rather than implementing one at a time and just oh. slowly adding it to my life rather than overwhelming myself with all these tasks and trying to do it every single day. I a hundred percent agree. I think multitasking is a huge motivational murderer. Why why do you say that? Yeah. So like, okay, if I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to start getting up early, you know, uh, of course I always have to take my dog out, you know, um, 
eat a healthy breakfast, read my Bible, read my, you know, my other, like just for today, devotionals. Um, I, I feel like, you know, especially like you say all the time, you're a perfectionist. I feel like if I can't, if I don't, if I don't accomplish one of these things, then why am I going to try the other two or three things? Right. Right. So I think, you know, it's kind of like in recovery, they say, you know, when you first go to meetings, you don't have to be clean when you come, you know, just come. And then and I was just talking to someone about this in one of the meeting places in St. Augustine it, on the wall, it says, I came, I came to, I came to believe. And that's the process. And I think even with forming habits, it's a process. So I think for me to like say, okay, I'm going to wake up, you know, four days a week because then, you know, when I work night shift and I'm not getting home till one, two o'clock in the morning, I think it'd be a little, I need sleep, you know, because even when I do come home from work, I don't go immediately to sleep. I want to eat something, take a shower, you know, or at least wash my face, you know? So like four days I could wake up early and just get used to waking up early for me, you know, and you know, instead of turning the TV on when I have my coffee, you know, read something in the Bible or, you know, do something like that. Right. And then incorporating the other things. You know, I think for me to eat healthy, I would have to start going to the grocery store now. (laughs) And that's another habit I don't really want to know. I'm kidding. I mean, I go to the grocery store. I just don't, you know, I'm not a very good, you know, meal planner. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have, like, for me, it's somewhat easy. I'm one person, you know what I mean? So, right. like, I know what I eat and I can, it's very, I can keep it extremely simple, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, for you, it's a little more difficult. And I, I think that's important too, is like understanding, like, when you're trying to set up habits for yourself, is like understanding what why you're setting this habit up and in what ways it's going to help you right and what you aim to gain from it from it if that makes sense yeah because then you can kind of alter these habits to fit your life right i mean i could definitely like put it in my addiction you know it's a huge part of like good habits versus bad habits. In the beginning, I got the reward. It made me feel good, you know, uh, or it just made me, I don't know, you know, well, you know, I got it. But in the long run, it was detrimental to my physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health, right. you know? And I, so I, I've learned one thing is that I can't, get and stay clean on my own. You know, that's where God comes in and my network. So like if I, I notice it's easier for me to go to the gym when I have a workout buddy. Right. You know, and then or accountability partner, like, no, we're definitely going to the gym today. Yeah. You know? And so like even creating this good habit, I need someone else to do it with me. Right. I, I I work with a bunch of, I don't know. I work with a bunch of good guys, but um, one of the things I'm working on, because 
I need to become more of a people person. Like I don't want to talk to anybody. I know. Um, I don't, I'm just, I'm an introvert. I just, I'm okay in my own head. I'm like the company I have in myself is all I really need. Mm. <laughs> but, um, it doesn't really fit me in like, in, in the goals that I have. So I'm trying to become more outgoing. And I work with these guys that are like, all right, you got to talk to five new people every day. And <laughs> they like make me talk to people at the gas station and I fucking hate it, but it's what I need. You know what I mean? And I'm grateful to have people like that in my life because you're right. You do need, sometimes you need other people to push you along in the right direction. Right. I know I'm not enough to keep myself going where I want to go. You know what I mean? Right. So. And so what are the other things? Like, I think, um, just for me, whether, you know, I was ready to go to the very end with my addiction. So if I could take half of that energy into a good habit, you know, um, like when we decided to start eating healthy, what got us there was a health crisis. My husband was having, um, you know, chest pains and heart palpitations and, you know, his blood work wasn't that great. So the doctor said we, he needed to make some changes in his diet. Now I love my husband and I don't want him to die. So I was like, okay, that was a huge motivation for me to make the changes. Now, did I sit in my car and eat bread alone? Yes, I did. <laughs> when they said no carbs, I was like, oh, God, this is so hard. And I would legit just crave bread. And so I didn't deny myself that either. And I still have a real, I'm not going to say a horribly bad candy habit, but I do enjoy like gummy bears and things like that. So like, you know, I will... uh I'll get gummy bears and I'll take them to work with me and I'll share them with everyone else. Otherwise I'll just sit in my car and eat an entire bag of gummy bears by myself. You know, it's funny. I never realized, you know how when you're a kid, your, your parents would be like, don't eat all that candy. It's going to make you sick. I always thought they were lying. And mm-hmm. then when I got clean, I ate a bunch of candy one time and I was like, Oh God, I feel horrible. <laughs> like it's actually true. Like, yeah. <laughs> feel um, horrible if you eat a lot of sugar. Yeah, I know. I get, if I eat too much sugar now, I get horribly bad headaches. Really? Yes. That's crazy. So I have to, you know, be aware of that. You know, like, okay, it's all right to do some things. Obviously not drugs and moderation. Drugs are bad. (laughs) But like, you know, when you're trying to, I don't deny myself. Like if I, you know, if I eat a healthy dinner and Publix has buy one, get one free ice cream, I'm going to buy some. But am I going (laughs) to eat the entire, you know, quart of it in one sitting no right right i mean every yeah um yeah we're allowed to treat ourselves and do things for ourselves and but again too i think that also goes that's like a personal you know what i mean like you know where you sit personally on that issue like for me diet i try to diet a little bit more just because um I'm trying to get into shape. Right. You know what I mean? Um, that's a big goal of mine. So I prioritize it. And luckily, like, I'm, you know, still a skinny crackhead, so I can eat whatever I want to gain weight. I'm yeah. gaining weight. So I'm gaining weight too, but not in the same way. And I think someone's like, you know, I remember 
Um, I was so skinny when I got pregnant with my son. I think I weighed like when I got pregnant with him, I weighed like 98 pounds. Oh my. I know. That's crazy. And then um, they're like, wait until you have your baby and you'll, you'll put on weight. And I mean, I think when I gave birth, I weighed 150 pounds. But, you know, a couple months afterwards, and I still was clean. I went, it wasn't hard for me to just naturally, I was, you know, I was 21. Yeah. You know, it wasn't hard for me to burn calories and you know, so I easily got back down to 135, but uh, now I weigh 160. It's the biggest I've ever been in my entire life, you know, but I have to accept, you know, my sponsor told me, she's like, well, women have curves, you know, <laughs> like you're supposed to have a little bit of a shape and this and that. And I'm like, it's not this shape that's bothering me. It's the shape that's going over my jeans. <laughs> but I mean, the, the thing about that too, is that you can do something about that. Right. Like. Well, that's loose if skin, actually. If it's, like, high on your priorities, right. you know what I mean? And I think that's something that I value about recovery is that I I can choose the direction in which my life goes. And I have so much, so many more options in my life. Like, when I was using, the only option I had was bad habits. Right. That, that was it. The there was no, there was no question of whether or not I was gonna go get high. I was gonna go get high. Right. There was no options to it, and I was gonna live like a heathen. Yeah, like, and my life was riddled with bad habits, and I did. And I, I feel as though there was no choice in that. Does that make sense? Like right now, I could, I can live clean, and then, well, I can live free from drugs and alcohol. And I can eat whatever I want and I can become fat and lazy and all those things. But today I have a choice in that I decide to be healthy and it's something that I can work towards and do. And that's something that I value. Well, I think in our, you know, my addiction, I just became, it was, it wasn't even like a subconscious thought. It was like a raging bull in my head that said, you need to get a fix right now. You know, but today through recovery and, you know, like God kind of setting a path out before me, I have an opportunity to be mindful. And I think that has a lot to do with it because when I'm in my addiction, I'm not looking at the ruin of my life. You know, like I'm not looking at the fact that I'm homeless. You know, I justify I'm homeless because, you know, it's money I spend towards no, I just didn't even think about it. I never thought about the fact that, like, I'm homeless. You know, I was like, I just want to get high. You know, I don't care that I'm living in some woods in a tent and legitimately shitting in a creek and, you know, <laughs> hitting people up every few days to shower at their place. You know, but today I have mindfulness. Right. And, like, when something isn't working for me anymore, I have that choice to say, okay, I can identify like, all right, what is not working for me anymore? And I have people in my life that I can talk to. I have a God that I can pray to, to say, Hey, help me, you know, lose this obsession or this compulsion or, you know, help me show me the way so I can get free from this. Cause it's not working for me in my life anymore. So, uh, <laughs> How do you identify a bad habit in your life today? Like, I think, what, what, 
I guess what effects does a bad habit on in your life? So something that, like, I would say definitely um, when the reward isn't there anymore and when it puts me actually living my life, like, when it limits me in living my life. You know, sitting on my sofa and staring at the TV for four or five hours is not living. That's true. You know, I'm just sitting there not doing anything productive. Right. So, and is it, you know, and that could be time that I could be used to be either like connecting or with people, which I think, you know, having people in my life is like a, the, the purpose that God put us down here. Not only, you know, are we supposed to connect with people, you know, we're supposed to share the gospel and how he's worked in our life, you know, and me sitting in my house doing nothing does not accomplish that goal. And then I also notice when I'm sitting there watching TV that I, like a robot, don't, you know, I'll, I'll go get a snack or whatever. And I don't care if it's a healthy snack or, you know, cookies or whatever. I don't realize how much I'm eating. Right. I neglect my other responsibilities right. when I fall into those like addictive things, like the YouTube shorts and stuff. Like, I don't know. I have this thing about folding my laundry. It's like I can sometimes fold my laundry when it comes out of the washing machine. But most of the time, like I just let it sit there and I'll sit there on my phone watching these videos about and all I watch is like things that are supposed to make you better. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, and I watch these things and I I just ignore them. And yeah. I ignore my responsibilities. Well, all the information and all the knowledge in the world is nothing without um, energy put to it. You're right. Application. Application. Thank right, you. Right. So, I mean, I'm great for knowing. I know, I know, I know. I know what I need to do. I know what I should be doing, but ignoring that. And that's a, I think that that would qualify as a bad habit. You know, I complain, you know, especially after COVID and sitting in the house for that long and just like one, it started to deplete my mental health. I was uh, disconnected. I was depressed. I was anxious. I was angry. And, um, and then I started... (laughs) 